the beautiful game Euro 16 podcast, taking a look at the quarterfinal clash between France and Iceland at the Stade de France in Paris. My name is Matthew Marshall. Very happy to be joined by Christian Nuri from Get French Football News. Christian, let's talk about this Ireland game. France went behind very early and the match really decided in a 10-minute window there in the second half with Griezmann, a couple of goals and a red card. Yes, it was... I wouldn't say it was even France's biggest test yet, Matt. I think uh, you know, it was a freak penalty. Ireland were very physical, knew that they needed to effectively pressurise that, that back two of Koscielny and Rami, which is still a fairly new centre-back pairing. And they managed to get a fair amount of joy out of that in the first half. And, and France, as we've seen all tournament, failed to break down uh, this Ireland side. I think, to be honest with you, Ireland defensively were not as well organised as an Albania or even as a Romania in the first match of the competition. And that showed towards the end of the game. I think France broke them down very well. But the key for Le Bleu was at halftime. Obviously, they made that switch whereby uh, going from a 4-3-3 at halftime, they take N'Golo Conte off to go to effectively a 4-2-4 going forward, which allows Griezmann to play on Giroud's shoulder. And that's certainly where the first goal and, and I'd say also the third goal uh, sort of derived from and not to mention Jerry's fantastic assist for the second as well. Yeah, it was good work from those front two and the, the link-up play resulting in the goals, Christian. How is these suspensions to Rami and Conte going to affect France against Iceland, do you think? Um, Samuel Umtiti will come in on the left-sided centre of, uh, of the centre-back pairing and uh, Koscielny will go to the right now. That's not really Koscielny's preferred position, but he is a right-footed central defender. So I think from, from that uh, point of view, it makes sense. The other option is, of course, Eliakim Mongala, but he's not really impressed with the squad in the last two, three weeks in training. So he's very much the last choice. I think Deschamps is considering doing what he did in the second half against the Republic of Ireland, against Iceland, with a sort of 4-2-4 with Matuidi and Pogba in midfield, Payet and Coman uh, floating sort of across that attacking midfield area, and then Griezmann and Giroud up top. If not, it'll be a 4-3-3, and Johan Kabay will, re- will replace N'Golo Conte. What about Paul Pogba, Christian? He's looked really good at, at times in this tournament. I'm not really talking about the penalty. I'm just talking about some of his play in the first half of Republic of Ireland. Um, it just didn't look like the Paul Pogba that I've come to know. Is it something in the formation, or how have you read Paul Pogba's form so far in the tournament? Yeah, Matt, you're absolutely right to pick up Paul Pogba. I think he's been very disappointing. It's something I did predict at the beginning of the tournament because it's an incredible amount of pressure on someone who's 22, 23 years old. You know, this is a man who's barely just won the Under-20 World Cup a couple of seasons ago. And all of a sudden to be that midfield stalwart, especially when Blaise Matuidi has had such a comparatively poor tournament by his very high standards. So uh, Pogba, again, he, he tries to overplay. I think we've seen that quite a lot. It's difficult. You're expected to be the leader at such a young age. And I think the best thing that we can do uh, as French media and as French fans is to simply lay off him a bit. This is undoubtedly the future leader of the French national team. And, you know, he's hit, he's hit the woodwork a couple of times. Uh, he's had some great great long-range free kicks and shots, which have nearly uh, gone in. And I think if one of those had gone in, then all of a sudden maybe he would have calmed down. But there's almost this need for Paul Pogba to leave a, leave a stamp or leave his stamp on Euro 2016. And he's still not really been able to do that. Obviously, in the last game, Didier Deschamps moved him to the left side of midfield. I think the thinking there was, he knows Patrice Evra, maybe they could link up slightly better than what Sanya and Pogba were doing in the first game against Romania and then again in the third game against Switzerland. So 
you know, that that was interesting. But the problem was Blisma Tweedy didn't really work at all on, on that right-hand side. Obviously, he's used to playing on the left-hand side for Paris Saint-Germain. So Deschamps still doesn't know his best team. You mentioned Griezmann. Of course, he turned the game on its head within you know, within a couple of minutes, simply by great positioning for the first goal and the second goal. I have to say, for me, is one of the best assists we've seen this tournament. Olivier Giroud, uh, that, that lay-down of the ball when you're mid-air and you've got two... Uh, big burly Irish defenders fighting you uh, for the ball, I thought was absolutely excellent. What about this game against Iceland, Christian? It looks like the the draw that France got handed at the beginning of the tournament, which looked rather easy on paper, is looking even easier on paper. But as England found out, Iceland will be difficult to break down. But no doubt France uh, deserved favourites here. Yes, I think we have to be careful. England and France are not the same side, but... Iceland showed fantastic fight and fantastic tactical ability. I thought they were set up brilliantly, two very simple banks of foreign defence. It's going to be very hard for France to break Iceland down. I think that's also why France need to be slightly more attacking and then go with a 4-2-4. If they go with a 4-2-4 going forward, it becomes a 4-4-2 in defence and then they basically match Iceland pound for pound and it's a bit like drawing them out. And then I think if France can do that, then they've got a great chance of of winning and, and progressing to the semi-final. No, rien de rien.